A robber pulls a gun on a woman and then asks her out on a date. The Moms for Liberty apologize for quoting Hitler in their newsletter. And a man passes away after trying to drink all 21 cocktails on the menu. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet in Los Angeles. I have three weird news stories from all over the world for you. Let's do it. A robber pulls a gun on a woman and then asks her out on social media. An Indianapolis woman was reportedly asked out on a date by her mugger who told her she was, quote, too pretty to rob. Oh, you too pretty to rob. I'm going to let you go. What are you doing Saturday? I mean, (laughs) this guy, how charming, too. You're too pretty to rob. Is that the line that he uses? This guy will steal your wallet and your heart. Watch out, ladies. Uh, The victim's name is Amber. Amber Baron, she was walking to her mailbox at 4 a.m. after working a very late shift. Oh, she works very hard all night. Probably a bartender. She might be a bouncer. Who knows? I haven't seen her triceps. She's coming home at 4 a.m. She probably doesn't expect to be robbed or asked out at 4 a.m. It's usually pretty pretty quiet in the world at 4 a.m. But she was approached by a man, a romantic man. Doesn't say what he was wearing, but I'm sure he was all dolled up in some quality cologne. He was out on the prowl. He's <laughs> looking for a mate. <laughs> He's like, screw these dating apps. I'm, t- I'm taking my 45 and I'm going to go out and find love my way. <laughs> he held her up at gunpoint. I'm laughing. I shouldn't. It's terrible. Now, Amber is quoted as saying, he took it out of his pocket to show me what was going on. Amber, are you talking about his gun? <laughs> Or his genitals. He pulled it out to show me what was going on. He showed me what he was packing. I have to tell you. I've never seen anyone that big. It was a big one. The suspect has been identified as Damien Boyce. Damien allegedly pointed his gun at Amber's head and demanded $100 before asking if she had a boyfriend. (laughs) Boyfriend. I can't believe this is real. Give me your last 100 I don't have a hundred. Give me a fifty. I don't have a fifty. Got a twenty? No, I don't carry cash. Will you go on a date with me on Saturday? Wow, this is a whole new approach to dating. I, I, give me all your money. All right, let's go bowling this weekend. What do you What do you think of that? It says here, <laughs> Damien asked if she had a boyfriend and if she would add him as a friend on Facebook. Well, that leads me to believe he's 72 years old. He's, he wants to be added on Facebook. <laughs> it says at that point, Damien reportedly took out his phone and watched as Amber added him as a friend at gunpoint. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my request right there. You, know, you, accept, you accept my request, all right? He also promised to pay back the money he stole from her before fleeing the scene on a bicycle. <laughs> So he did get some money. Doesn't say how much. He asked for a hundred. Did she have the whole hundred? <laughs> and then he's off on a bicycle. I'll DM you this weekend. All right. Do you like hiking? Do you have a bike? We could go for a bike ride. I'll leave my gun at home. I promise. Now, Amber told the authorities that she thought if she added him on Facebook, he would leave. And he did. He Peddled away. Later that day, Boyce sent Amber a couple of DMs allegedly telling his victim, quote, look, 
just know I'm gonna pay you back. It, it, it's messed up. It's a messed up way to meet someone, but but damn, you 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 was too pretty to rob. You oh man, you so pretty. I, I shouldn't have robbed you. I love that at no t- point in time did this guy think linking up with someone you just mugged on Facebook would lead to your arrest. I mean, it doesn't occur to him. What world is this guy in? Uh, Amber wrote him back on Facebook telling him that she understood that times just can get rough. Uh, so she's being very empathetic. It says here, while Amber was not harmed, thankfully, during the incident, the uh, robbery left her unnerved. She told the media that this man took away the sense of safety she had at her home, which is very sad. And I'm sure she's going to have some dating PTSD. The next time someone asks her out, she's just going to have a flashback of this dude with a gun. <laughs> You're too pretty to rob. Yeah. You want to go to brunch with me? I mean, I'm sure her whole entire life she was hoping for a moment where she would meet a man that just takes her breath away, but not this way. Moms for Liberty apologize for quoting Hitler in their newsletter. Well, you don't come across a lot of Hitler quotes these days. Uh, I'm not sure what sort of inspiration they were trying to churn up by quoting Hitler in their newsletter, and I'm not sure what they're about, but let's keep reading about the moms for Hitler. Excuse me, the moms for Nazis. I'm sorry, it's the moms for liberty. My bad, my bad. Now, what liberty has to do with fascism, uh, I'm not sure. I... I went to public school. I need a little bit of help, but let's find out. A local Indiana chapter of Moms for Liberty, a national conservative parents organization, apologized for quoting Adolf Hitler in their latest newsletter. The Hamilton County chapter of Moms for Liberty. Well, there's chapters, so there's, there might be a local chapter in your neighborhood for Moms for Liberty. I don't recommend uh, hanging out with them. They quoted Hitler's remarks at a 1935 rally on the front page of their new newsletter. The quote placed directly below the masthead read, quote, he alone who owns the youth gains the future. Now, the local media, Indianapolis Star, got a hold of this newsletter and reported the story on Wednesday. The local chapter of Moms for Liberty added additional context to the original newsletter, saying the quote from this, quote, horrific leader should put parents on alert. If the government has control over our children today, they control our country's future. This was followed up by an apology from Paige Miller, the chapter's leader. She apologized for quoting the Nazi leader in a statement posted to the Moms for Liberty Facebook group. Here's her quote. We condemn Adolf Hitler's actions and his dark place in human history. We should not have quoted him in our newsletter, and we express our deepest deepest apologies. In other words, we're sorry for saying the quiet part out loud. (laughs) We have in this story someone named Matt McNally, a Democrat running for Congress. He said, this group's move makes clear that Moms for Liberty has no business in politics. No group that quotes Nazis should be anywhere near our children or have any influence in our community. It is time for our leaders to stop acquiescing to them and make clear that their hateful rhetoric will not be tolerated. Well, if what this guy Matt is saying is accurate, it sounds like these moms for Nazis have some influence in the community and they're getting political. I don't know why you would allow allow such people these this clan Karenhood, as I'll call it, clan Karenhood, right? 
Can't let these people into politics. They quote Hitler. Now, here's a nightmare statistic. After forming a little more than two years ago, Moms for Liberty has grown to include 285 chapters in 44 states. 285 chapters of these Moms of Liberty. The Nazi mommies. Uh, According to the organization, it has targeted core cultural issues to fuel its rise, including opposing mask mandates in schools, banning library books, banning library books. That seems very fascist Uh, and curtailing classroom lessons on racial inequality and discrimination. They don't want you talking about racial inequality. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. We're all equal. All of us are equal. This is alarming, by the way, to know that there's 285 chapters of these morons out there. My country's so messed up. <laughs> no, we, we love our freedom, but some, one of the fallouts of all of this freedom is that just groups of morons with guns and fascist ideals can get together and form, you know, political forces in small communities all across the land. It's crazy. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not buying any more Moms of Liberty swag, all right? I got a hoodie. And I was thinking about getting the sweatpants to match, but I'm not, I'm not getting those Moms of Liberty sweatpants, I'll tell you right now. A man died after trying to drink all of the cocktails on a menu during a family vacation. All of the cocktails. A UK man on vacation with his lovely family in Jamaica unfortunately has passed away after attempting to partake in a challenge that involved drinking all 21 cocktails featured on a bar's menu. Timothy Southern finished 12 of the menu's various cocktails when he returned to his hotel room at the Royal Decameron Club Caribbean in St. Anne, where he later passed away. A pathologist in Kingston said the 53-year-old man's cause of death was, quote, acute gastroenteritis due to alcohol consumption. The investigation into Southern's death found that he had been drinking brandy and beer throughout the entire morning. At some point during the day, Southern met two Canadian women celebrating a birthday. They were also on vacation. They were also at the bar. The women told him they were trying to complete the 21 cocktail challenge before midnight as part of their festivities. This doesn't sound like it's ever going to end well, the 21 cocktail challenge, not for one individual. I suppose if you space it out over 10 hours or so. Uh, but then, then again, these cocktails in Jamaica are pretty potent from my understanding. They, they liked rum down there, like rum. It's rum, 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 Jamaican rum. What's that great rum company? Uh, Blue, Blue Mountain? Is that? No, that's the coffee company. Oh, they got a really good rum down there that I had. Uh, anyways, I don't understand how a place can advertise a 21 cocktail challenge and not get in trouble like this. It says it was not immediately clear how quickly Southern consumed just the 12 cocktails. His family, who was on the trip with him, say they tried in vain to help the man. They claim he was on his back choking. They put him in a recovery position, screamed for an ambulance. As soon as he was in in the recovery position, he vomited, and then there was no response. The family has expressed outrage and dissatisfaction with the emergency crews in Jamaica who tried to save him in his hotel, claiming they were unprepared to effectively take care of him. What are you, a surprise? It's, a, it's an EMTs in Jamaica. The EMTs in this country can't even really save you. They're like teenagers. The rest of the article describes the efforts that the nurse and the family and the EMTs made to save his life, all for naught, unfortunately. I went to the website of this Decameron all-inclusive resort, 
And they offer a lot of unlimited drinks and liquors. I didn't see the 21 cocktail challenge anywhere on the website. Um, That doesn't mean it wasn't here previously. This is some bad PR for your 21 cocktail challenge. But you can get in trouble with these all-inclusive resorts. I've been to a couple. And it can get out of control when you're not paying for drinks. Unlimited drinks. I'd imagine on cruises as well, you could run into some trouble. Now, when I've been to these all-inclusive resorts, I was in my early 20s, and I could handle an open bar like an all-star, or as we say in Boston, like an all-star, getting cocked. Kid, how cocked are we going to get at this open bar? You know, those were things that came out of my mouth. Uh, but this guy's was 50. I mean, you get to that level where you just can't drink like you used to. And I think this guy fall, fell victim to that as well, thinking he could just really pound him. He's 53 years old, thinking he could pound him like he used to, trying to impress the ladies from Canada that he just met. And then, you know, very sad ending. And uh, I mean, I don't know how to end this on a positive note here or anything. There's nothing funny about this, really. Uh, I will say if you're going to Jamaica, though, I mean, there's other options rather than drinking. It is Jamaica after all. I've been to Jamaica and I did buy marijuana when I was in Jamaica. It was a very strange transaction. A man ran into the forest and ran out with a branch, <laughs> a branch of marijuana. He's like, how much do you want? Um, I, I was like, I was going to order, a, I don't know, a, a half an ounce. Uh, I don't know how much is in a whole branch, but uh, you know, I bought half the branch. I'm like, I'll just give me half of that branch. <laughs> And it still was too much. Yay! Thank you for joining me for this episode of Weird AF News. This is Jonesy, the host. I'm always here. And uh, I appreciate your loyal listenership. If you're new to the show, please consider subscribing or um, liking it. I don't know. On Spotify, I think you just like it, and now you're following it. And then I think if you hit the little bell that makes every episode get get delivered to you or there's a notification of each episode. So hit the bell too. That might be a thing to do or don't do nothing. Don't do anything. You don't have to listen to me. You're your own person. You just do whatever you want. Okay. Maybe you want to call the show that maybe you're thinking about that. Six, four, six, four, five, zero, 2012. I'm going to publish some phone calls after this from some OG listeners of weird AF news like Hannah and Michael from Iowa city. And then we also heard from uh, Terry in Philly and uh, Derek in Australia, who's, uh, who's been calling. And I really like, I, li- I like his voice very much. Derek, keep calling. I love your voice, man. Um, it's just a great accent. I'd love to master it at, at some point in time. But I, I don't think I'm going to get there, guys. Instead, I'm just going to butcher all the accents and put them on the podcast, per usual. If you want to support the show, maybe you're thinking, this guy needs help. Oh, yeah, you're, you're damn right. I need help. Um, you can go to my website, weirdafnews.com. You can buy me a coffee. Just buy me. Why wouldn't you buy me coffees? I don't understand why everyone wouldn't just buy me three coffees right now. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But Whatever. Uh, you can also join the Patreon. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. They have a website, patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You can support the show that that way as well. It's like joining a little weird club, kind of. Yeah, some weirdos in there. Real weird people in there, I have to tell you. I love them. I love them, but we're all misfits, man. It's a, The Patreon is an island of misfits, you know, like from that movie, the, um, 
the Island of Misfit Toys. Is that a Christmas movie, right? The elves are making the toys and the... Well, but the, the toys are busted, so they're on some island. I forget how it goes. I haven't seen it since I was a child. Good show, though, right? Good good movie. Uh, I always liked that one with... Uh, you're going to shoot your eye out, kid. I don't forget what that one was called. The Christmas Story? Yeah, that's it. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. That's a good one. When he gets his tongue stuck to the pole, uh, that's very, very funny. And I always like how he just shoves his little brother into the snow pile, and his little brother's got so many layers of clothing, he just can't even get up. It's so funny. Anyways, I'm rambling on and on. Ramble on! And now the time, the time is now. Sing my song. I'm going around the world recording weird news on my way. You know you're going to get a song parody at some point, guys. Who... How many of you guys get, want to get the let out with me? Who wants to get the let out with me? <laughs> Somebody on YouTube wrote a, a review. They're like, I love the weird news, but this guy's rants. I have to skip them. <laughs> I, I get it. You can you, you skip them if you want to skip them. But I mean, if you, if, you know, at that point, just you could just have AI robots read you the weird news without any commentary at all. I don't know why you'd want that. Like... Yeah. Can you just put up with a minute long rant in each segment? You know, I mean, how much, how busy are you? If you're listening to my podcast, you're probably not busy. (laughs) You can go an extra two minutes per episode of ranting. You can handle it, I'm sure. Considering people listen to two hour long podcasts these days, you know. Speaking of rant, this is really is a rant. I'm going meta on you guys. Did I tell you to support the show? Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, Share it with a friend. You should do that. Yeah, that would, that would be awesome. And and call the show. And email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at funnyjones. I got shows in the Los Angeles area, including uh, tonight in North Hollywood, tomorrow in North Hollywood, Friday night in Hollywood, at the Roosevelt Hotel. Oh, the classic Roosevelt Hotel. Have you guys heard of the Roosevelt Hotel? It's probably haunted. Every old hotel is just haunted. Like, everyone just says they're haunted. I mean, how could every old hotel be haunted? It makes no sense. It's just, I don't get it. Uh, I'm, I'm not to say that there not, like, there's no haunted hotels. There's probably a couple, but, like, every old hotel, they're like, yep, see, see ghosts. Oh, yeah, the bellhop. The bellhop got, got his ass grabbed by a spirit. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, and then... Uh, is it Saturday? Saturday, I'm at the Comedy Magic Club in Hermosa Beach for their anniversary show. You know, they're going on like, what is it, 35 years or something like that? Might be 30 years. Been there a long time. Anyways, they, we do two shows on Saturday, 6.30 and 8.30, I believe. We start early down there because those folks are a little, uh, they're a little, uh, a little long in the tooth down there. <laughs> those beach people. <laughs> Long in the tooth. How about that for an old reference? That's a good one, right? I don't know where I heard that. Must have been when I was in prison. Good morning, Jonesy. It's Terry from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I just listened to your Florida Friday episode. And then I went on to their website to try and get you some sponsorship from their um, the brewery. And no shiznizzle. They have a sticker that is a Florida man sticker that is an alligator, Jonesy, a freaking alligator. All right. I just had to tell you that. Um, 
I, ha- I haven't called in in a while. I hope everybody's well. Stay weird, and good luck with your life, man. Jonesy, I don't understand why people are so annoyed that they're getting free food. Like, if I got free food, I would not complain. These people should be grateful that they're getting food and that they don't even have to pay for it. Um, I mean, McDonald's fries and, you know, like anyone, like, like you said, homeless people, they would, like, they would love to have this food. You know, give it to the homeless people. What is wrong with people not accepting free food? and complaining about it. Yeah, Jones, it's Gary from Western Australia again. Just ignore my last call. That was weird. Love what you do. Love your show. Big fan. Um, Good work, mate. Thanks. Lab-grown meat is people! It's people! Lab-grown meat is people! You know, from the movie Soylent Green, Soylent Green is people. Hey, Jonesy. Hey, weirdos. This is Michael calling from Iowa City. And if you're a regular listener, you know I'm a big supporter of Jonesy. Nevertheless, uh, I do agree with some of the things that he says sometimes. And, however, the good thing about that is that Jonesy will play those disagreements if people challenge him on something. He's very open and saying, well, tell me your opinion, and you might convince me to think otherwise. Well, that's not my goal here today, but uh, there was a reviewer who left a pretty bad review for Jonesy last week with one star. And so while I do not agree in any way with the lovely lady Cat and her review and the things that she said in it, um, Jonesy had made the remark that if she would preface her remarks with, quote, in my opinion, unquote, it would diffuse the situation and make it more palatable. Well, you know, it's tough to take criticism and it's never uh, swallowed easily. You know, constructive criticism is one thing. But um, I I disagree that it's necessary to preface your remarks with, in my opinion. You know, anytime you say, oh, in my opinion, or, um, you know, something like, uh, well, uh, here's what I have to say about this or that or the other thing, you know, it's always going to be followed up by the negative remark. And so this is a review, and by uh, those facts alone, it's her opinion. There are people out there that are professional reviewers, like of stage plays or performances, and they print entire articles that are nothing but their opinion, and they don't preface it or state anywhere in there, oh, this is my opinion. And the same thing with letters to the editor. There's the opinion page. People don't state, this is my opinion. Same thing with callers into Jonesy's hotline, like I'm calling now. We call in with things that we think or our opinions on things, but we don't say in there, hey, this is my opinion. So I disagree that a person who leaves a review for you, Jonesy, needs to say, hey, this is my opinion, because that's what a review is. By definition, a review is that person's opinion. It might help you 
take the criticism a little easier, but it's not necessary to say this is my opinion because that's what a review is. So I love you, Jonesy. I disagree with everything that she said. It's too harsh to leave a one-star review. I agree with that. But it's not necessary to say, hey, this is my opinion, because that's what a review is. And so that's what I want to say about that. And, you know, I love you and support you. And I always say to you, Jonesy, I love you and good luck with your life, man.